That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinemania Hero Hours show. We talk all things comic book movies and media and television. I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Geekly Goods, we have Leo. Leo, hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Excited to talk some superhero media with y'all. Look, man, it's been a packed week. We've had a lot come and go. I mean, Kenobi, The Boys, mm-hmm. more BS. Uh, <laughs> there's just a lot coming up, like a lot that has come and gone, a lot coming up. So I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yes, sir. And so it's good to have you here. We are also joined from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema back on the show. We have Manda. Hello. Hi, I'm not here to talk about Morbius. Don't you guys worry about that. Um, <laughs> lots of good stuff came out, um, and I'm really excited to talk about it with you guys. I missed you guys. So, yes, welcome yeah. back. You've been traded back to the team. Ugh. It's good to have you here. I was benched, fam. Little <laughs> 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 group chat, group chat, and uh, inside joke. Um, all right, we also we're also joined here uh, from the Gaggle of Geeks. We have uh, Pat. Pat, how are you, bud? What is up, my more pets? <laughs> oh man i should have asked you to get like a morbius like clip or something from the movie but i don't even think they have those out yet because is is it even on is it is it it even on digital yet so um, oh it is it is okay Mm -hmm. um all right so we're gonna get into some of that news but we'll do that a little bit later we're gonna kick off the show here with talking about this new season of the boys uh, I've only seen the first three episodes. I know some people have seen the entire season already, but we're going to get into the first ep- first three episodes that sh- that premiered yesterday. Uh, I'll start off by saying that the show is really good. Uh, if you, do you guys want to do spoilers on the? Uh, yeah, I guess why not? It's been a it's been like a day. I'm sure who's whoever's really wanted to see it has seen it. So if you haven't seen the boys, a spoiler warning uh, for episode one to three. And uh, yeah, let's get it going. I thought the show, I think the show was great. I'm super excited to have it back. I thought the first three episodes were really, really good. Uh, it's hard to say if I like this more than any other, any of the other seasons so far yet, because I just love the first season so much. I, I rewatch it like every year. I love the first season. So, But so far from what we have, I think it's been really, really good. And all this crazy bonkersness is like they they times it by ten every single time they start a new season, so it's been crazy. So let's go to you, Leo. What do you think about the uh, first three episodes of The Voice yesterday? So yeah, scaling back to the first three episodes, I I really liked them. Uh, like you, man, I really like this show a lot. I actually like the second season the most, but I really like the start of this season. I think it's a strong start. I do think there's a lot of setup going on, though. Like, we kind of know where the season's going, and it feels like with the first three, it takes a little while to get things really ramped up in terms of the story, because there's definitely the shocking moments. I mean, seeing Mm -hmm. Butcher with powers was... (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, that was nuts. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I'm like, oh, my God. Never thought I'd see Billy Butcher zapping lasers out of his eyes, so that was awesome. But, I mean, it just... It's like set up for the bigger story, so it just kind of feels a little slow. But it's all, yeah, all in yeah. all, the first three episodes were really, really good. I really like what they're doing with the Starlight character. I think that stepping her up and kind of trying to get her in this captain position with a, a, a ticking time bomb of a Homelander right now mm-hmm. is such cool writing. I like the dynamic between the two of them. But man, I, I am just on the edge of my seat every episode wondering what Homelander is going to do because he just gets crazier and crazier and crazier every episode this season. Really, really good. Uh, It takes a lot of deep dives and crazy turns, especially in the first episode alone. I mean, showing us the inside of an asshole. I was like, okay, they went ahead and uh, took that Thanos meme seriously, didn't they? (laughs) I think that was the inside of a penis. Yeah, that was not an asshole. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. It was the penis. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. What? (laughs) 
We society. Oh, <laughs> I know that. Ant-Man went through a, a, a penis slit. Termite. I think that's the. I think that's the. That's the. Uh, that's the name of the little. The 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 soup that can go tiny. And yeah, he went inside Lord. of a. I'm sorry, a penis hole. <laughs> inside of a penis hole. I don't hole. think so because he was go. He no. was approaching the anus. No. No. I thought he was like <laughs> grabbing his ass. So I thought it was an a. He was. Yeah, that's he what shrunk. I thought. He, he shrunk. Pants, but he was. The guy, yeah, the guy put put his dick on the table, and then oh. he shrunk and ran into the pee hole. It was nuts. But it was, it was very it was gross. <laughs> quite literally. I clearly do not know anatomy because Jesus. Said, Leo said quite literally it was nuts. It was absolutely <laughs> bonkers. I was like, what the fuck is going on? They they do a lot of, they take a lot of social media stuff from superhero movies <laughs> that go viral and used it in the show. Like the show starts with the whole kind of parody of like Justice League with Dawn of the Seven, <laughs> and then the guy in the uh, red carpet is like, "Oh, hash the hashtag bot cut or something like that." It's so it was it's nuts. <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick, how about you, man? What did you think about the uh, first three episodes? Oh man, well we were you stole the first part of what I was going to say is exactly what happened with Termite. This show continues to strike this crazy balance between drama, uh, satire and then straight up bonkersville without really missing a beat, you know. It feels like every season is still strong and this one though I've only seen the first 3 episodes, it does seem like it's going to be at the same like quality that we've been looking for. Um, I hope to see a lot more with this and there, there's a lot more dynamics that I didn't expect to have happen, especially between Homelander and Starlight. I think their characters have a lot that is very interesting as far as their power dynamics in this one. Yeah, I agree. As far as Starlight, it's really nice to see her as one of like the core members of the group, you know, so far in this, and this, uh, and the, the way, the way that the season kind of starts, she's like the, she's becoming like more more of a, like a powerhouse in the leading of the group. Um, the lack of Maeve is kind of strange to me a little bit. Not like, yeah, it's just like, it's just, we, we just have, I've watched the, uh, I've watched three episodes and we just seem like we don't have a lot for Maeve to do. I, I Maybe one scene like, there, but that's about it. Yeah. She's like barely, I think, yeah, you said, you said one scene. Like I've, I, it's like, in the fake movie. Love Maeve. <laughs> yeah. On, so like, Maeve. I wonder, I wonder what's up with that. You know, she's just kind of, you know, she just kind of vanished off the show a little bit. Uh, Amanda, how about you? What did you think about the first three episodes of uh, The Boys? Um, I really liked it. I, I kind of have to be honest here. We're like season one and season two. I don't remember if I watched them fully, which is really weird. So I went back to watch them and I still I couldn't finish the rewatch. But season three is really good so far. Again, the first 15 minutes of episode one, as everyone's been saying, I was shooketh to the core <laughs> i watched it at like 11 at night and i was trying not to be like what in god's name did i just see um but i love it. it's kind of like pulling from social media as you said Dwayne, because mm -hmm. then that just causes more um interaction and engagement which is always fun i absolutely love erin moriarty as starlight i think that she's really the heart of the show um at least that's how i feel and her coming into her own this season uh is really awesome i do have to give a shout out to anthony star because he is just Incredible. Oh, incredible, yeah. As Homelander, he makes me so uncomfortable, but it's like I can't look away and I like him, which is bad, but like I just yeah. love watching him. I know it's bad. Wait, what? You like Homelander? <laughs> I really love Homelander, but he's just like such he's a terrible person but True. it's just fun to watch. It's so he makes it so fun to watch Anthony Starr. And yeah. also, one last thing. Yeah. There's not enough Jensen Ackles. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't think he's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know they're building to Soldier Boy. I get it, but like I'm literally <laughs> watching this season just for, to support my boy after 15 years of watching Supernatural. So Fuck I want it. more Soldier Boy. Supernatural has been going on for 15 yeah, years. 15 seasons. Season. Oh my God, yeah. I do. I actually that brings me to a story from like Comic Con in 2019. 
Alex, Alex and I went to the the supernatural panel that they had in, in Hall H on Sunday morning, yeah. and Alex is like bawling, he's crying because it's like he's been watching the show since like the first season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, this panel is great. The cast was up there, Jensen Ankles, he was there. Like they were all crying because it was like the last season. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh man, what's this is like crazy. And I turned to Alex, I'm like, Alex, how many seasons has this been out? Because I'll, I'll I'll try to go watch it on Netflix or something. <laughs> and he's like fifteen. Yeah, I was like, fuck that. I was like, I'm not watching. Because <laughs> they're like 20 plus episodes, aren't they? Yeah, Get out of here. <laughs> There's no way. I don't know why CW does that many episodes. It's crazy. Um... Yeah, so I, I thought the show, I think the show was great. I do get what you mean about liking Homelander because if Homelander dies, it's just one of those characters where it's like you'll miss him not being the main threat of the show. You know, like if they had an idea just to like kill him off or something. Uh, you know, I what one of my favorite scenes from him from this uh, first three episodes, it it's not the one where he tells the girl who wants to commit suicide to jump. It's the scene where uh, Starlight is kind of threatening him and he's like, go ahead because he can like destroy this city and he can destroy like he'll destroy everyone and stuff like that. And like he'll, he won't have any reasons not to destroy everyone. I thought that scene was like haunting when he was saying that to her. And like, what is she going to do? She was like, uh, yeah, okay. You know, like she didn't, she can't do anything. I thought, I, I absolutely agree with you, man, that he is like, fantastic so far so yeah. uh where do you guys see this kind of this season going leo did you watch the whole thing or what yeah How i watched you... the whole thing uh but I, I just had to comment like about the first three episodes why do you have to call the girdle out i'm like man you had to call <laughs> that girdle out didn't you in the second episode with uh oh, oh, what's his name um, oh the speech a train yeah i was like damn why you had to do that but well, a train's rebranding is hilarious too oh <laughs> my god oh my goodness that video game but anyway oh my god uh, this season I, I i without saying too much yeah i did really really like it mm-hmm. i i really enjoyed the season a lot i i had some problems with what they did with some characters but mm-hmm. i i Overall, I thought it was an enjoyable season. I did think it was the weakest season in my opinion, but it's oh, getting some rave okay. reviews. So I, I I don't know. I'm conflicted in that. I wanted to love this season and I did it, but I did really like it. And there are some really good, like crazy moments, like stuff that watching season one, I wouldn't have expected to see. So really good. Some good twists in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So I am excited to see everything, and I'm glad they're doing the weekly format to kind of keep everything in the news and stuff. So, you know, that's very appreciative, you know, that they believe in that kind of format to drop this show weekly. Uh, I think I would have, I think, how many episodes is this season? Isn't like, is it usually it's like eight or nine? It's eight. It's eight. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see what happens and where they go. But yeah, so far I think I'm having I'm having a good time with it. I, I always do with this show. I love getting into this world and stuff. So I like it. All right, let's get into some other stuff. So today everyone has kind of been cracking jokes. Morbius Ooh. man. So <laughs> th- so like <laughs> Thursday we got news that Sony got excited by all the uh the memes <laughs> and the traction that morbius was getting on social media so they decided to put it because if you guys listen to our box office show larry and i like two weeks ago were like dude where's morbius they completely took morbius out of theaters they took it out and it was nowhere to be found on the box office like for like two weeks it was just gone so apparently because of the the trending on social media, they put it in. Uh, they put it in a thousand theaters this weekend. And yesterday we had the Friday numbers, and apparently yesterday they only made eighty five thousand dollars. Now, in box office terms, that is not good. That <laughs> hi, hi, not today. So that is not good. If you if you don't know, it's eighty five thousand dollars. You might think, oh man, that's not bad. No, that is awful. Okay, that that is really bad. That means it made like eighty two dollars per theater per thousand theaters. So eighty two dollars is like what two three tickets. So that ain't good. It, it, I don't know what they were thinking because like a lot of times people don't realize that. Twitter is not the majority. Like, you know, not every casual fan is on Twitter. And 
you're not gonna get a like like ten thousand comic book geeks to go see a movie and make it make like forty million dollars. It's just not happening. Now I don't expect that they were thinking that the movie was gonna make that much money. They're like, ah, we'll get another like two million or something like that. But it's not even gonna come <laughs> close to that number this weekend. So I just want to go around get everyone's thoughts on this hilarious story. I'll wait on Manda for a little bit because I know she's <laughs> crushed. Uh, so I'll go to you, Patrick. Um, Morbin time. What do you think? Oh, man. I'm just curious how Jared Leto is planning on leaning into this with his cult and how he's able to build a more <laughs> cult and, and from there start taking over everything. Um it's it's very strange when corporations take on a meme and don't really understand that it's targeted at them rather than like, no, we all love this and we're and we're jumping in on it together. This isn't like an office meme. This is this is trash in your movie. And so to have them jump in on it, and be like, well, yeah, let's let's consider maybe a sequel or whatever the other like clickbait headlines are that keep coming out this past week. I'm just kind of leaning into the silliness of of the of the people that are uh, promoting all of these things right because at the end of the day it is fun to use morb as a verb in anything and everything <laughs> and as long as you don't like have like a crazy fight over twitter about anything just have fun with the meme let the corporations do silly stuff yeah i agree i uh let's go to you leo uh your thoughts on morbius um, flopping yeah again. uh i saw it once twice. in theaters What's up? Terrible. I said, how do you flop twice? I just don't get it. I, I, I don't it's your record. It. I really don't get it. 85K. I mean, I really hope they weren't kicking back in their chairs thinking they'd make another 2 million. Like, come on now. But let's be real. The the Twitter memes and, and jokesters, that's <laughs> right there. That's probably, you know, that's 100,000 if that. They're not going to all go to the theater. It's not going to happen that way. So I I don't know what the real strategy behind that was. But hopefully it just shows them that a second Morbius movie should not be in the cards. Leo, who's the the person that's over with Sony that's kind of a producer on Spider-Man films that kind of messes up everything? Ari Avid, is that his name? Oh yeah, him. Oh yeah. Was it him? Did he see the meme? He probably did, yeah. He probably said, "Oh my God, we're we're blowing up. We're like the Snyder Cut, guys." No, Ari, that's not that's not what that means, Ari. Means slap it on Netflix. Let's do it. Let's put them out. Slap it on Netflix with y'all's deal and stuff, and then let's Mm -hmm. keep on moving. Which what happened with that? I I don't see any Sony Spider Man or nothing on Netflix. None of that. I don't know. That's interesting. I think. uh, Well, I know Amazing Spider Man One is on Netflix now. That's like a brand new thing. Oh uh, yeah, so I don't know. Part of me feels like they're. I, part of me feels like Sony is kind of just. They're kind of just like letting their deal with Netflix kind of play out until like they can get the Spider-Man movies on Disney Plus. Um, I feel like that's that's. I feel like that's that's more kind of where Spider-Man kind of belongs as far as those movies go as Disney Plus. It's just weird seeing him not have not have his movie there. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a it's a it's a weird kind of situation because. I didn't even like. I, I mean, I, I I remember when Morbius sweep was like the big hashtag, but I guess like what made them kind of greenlight this was the Morbin the Morbin it's Morbin time thing, and then Jared <laughs> fucking Jared Leto like he gifts he did a video. He did like a video and then like, it's all like, it's not people laughing with you. It's people laughing at you. The majority. Tell Amanda. It's like, ah, yeah. Wow. You know? <laughs> Let's go to you, Amanda. Listen, what's, what's listen, listen. Us, Everyone is why. just so hard on Sony. And like, <laughs> honestly, no, for real. Like everyone like complains that there aren't like, different comic book films and even though you didn't like the film they did do something different with it and the character i'm not saying it was one of the best comic book movies it's not what i'm saying i'm saying it wasn't that bad um so i think that for me for me Mm -hmm. let me clarify for me it wasn't that bad Mm -hmm. um i just think that they tried to strategize they just tried to see what would hit what would give them more money at the box office and i don't blame them again like this is from a business standpoint you have a movie that completely bombed and you're sony and it's related to spider-man and you're like what went wrong 
And then you look at social media and there are hashtags and people talking about it constantly, whether they're talking about it in a good way or a bad way, they're still spreading the title of that film. They're still talking about that character and, you know, good, whether the publicity is good or bad, as we know, like it's still generating a conversation. And I think Sony really looked at that. Um, getting Jared Leto in on the joke, I thought was absolutely hilarious. And I don't know why uh, people were mad. There was I did no think the video, I, think, I did think the video was funny. I was like, oh my yeah, God. it's <laughs> funny. Like I thought, I thought it was funny, but yeah, Sony's trying everything. They're throwing everything at the wall and they're hoping it sticks. Um, and I think that's why I'm such a huge fan of the studio for attempting that even if it's good or even if it's bad like they're just throwing everything um and that's how i look at them in a positive light even though some movies aren't the best so can i ask you real quick is that you admitting that some of these movies are bad i'm i'm saying morbius is bad i'm saying it's not as bad as people are making it out to be you get what i'm okay, saying so you, like, th- you do agree that it's bad though yeah, it's I don't think it's the worst film. movie. I don't think it's the worst movie of all time. I do think it's no, not good. No, exactly. Good. It's not good. It deserves that little 18, 19% it's got. Mm-hmm. Wow. It doesn't deserve 18, 19% though. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, I don't think it's, again, like what I don't would you give it on Rotten Tomatoes? Like if you like envision a score or Rotten Tomatoes, what would you give more? 12. I'd no. give more. I'd <laughs> Honestly, I'd give more BS like, <laughs> I, I'd give more BS like, like 28 that's it. I'm I can't getting, go. I can't go past thirty. Though. I do forty percent or forty five. Oh. I was entertained. I was entertained. I would give it forty five percent. But I like. I like that stuff though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I like Venom and, and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's. A, oh, this is not. Venom. Well, you can't compare those two. Right. More but I don't think I'm it just saying, it just it didn't have the Batman same charm and Robin as like, Venom being Batman that. forever. Yeah, I yeah I, actually. Yeah, I mean at least true. Venom is somewhat enjoyable. Well, I think that's why the 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 box office kind of shows because Venom is a character that like the problem with I've always said the problem with this Sony like, okay, we're gonna do all these movies of Spider Man without Spider Man and they're gonna be villains for some reason. The problem with that is like Venom is a household name. Everyone knows what Venom is, who Venom is, and stuff. Like literally the next the next year is Spider-Man, then the Spider-Man 2 game, like the marketing so far has just been Venom, you know, because Venom is a massive character. That's not Morbius, that's not El Murto, that's not like even Craven. So the you having the idea that hey, we're gonna make the same amount of success from like that that we had with the venom with these characters is not going to be it especially when you go even more like they want to do like I, I saw i remember when they they wanted to do like a lizard movie and i'm like like guys you're missing the plot you're just you're missing the plot i think they should just stick with the venom do a couple of other spider-man stuff that are like you know because you have a lot of spider people out there that you can do you know the into the spider-verse movies are fantastic maybe try a live action miles or like a live action spider-man 2099 or something like that instead of just focusing on just the villains of him that just doesn't make any sense to me just like straight villains and stuff like that so i mean we'll see what they do um Leo, is there any upcoming Sony Spider-Man movie that you are looking forward to? Me personally, it's just like Madam Web to an extent because of the cast. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I would say Madam Web, but everything else, because even like I I love Craven, but him without Spider-Man is just weird to me. Um, And then um, then El Muerto. shirt is weird to me. Yeah, it's just, and then El, El Muerto, I know like, it's like, oh, we got Bad Bunny, but like how many other like international pop stars have had their own movies and they've not done well. I don't understand why that's like the main kind of all it's bad money. Like question. You know, like a lot like a lot of Beyonce movies don't do amazing or like Chris Brown when he's in movies or Rihanna or something like that. Like that doesn't mean anything. So Oh man, that Valerian movie was horrible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't get yeah, or when what was that other movie she was in? Like Battle Battle Battleship or whatever. Um, yeah, so I don't get that sense that sense that idea. Um, so it's just weird. It's a yeah, weird kind of none that I'm looking forward to. If I'm being honest, guys, I know that the cast for Madam Web sounds good on paper, but I just hey, I don't know. Hey. After Venom, I'm like I'm into the Spider Verse Part Two. Especially, oh yeah, yeah well, for I was sure, gonna for get sure. to that into the Spider Verse and everything they're doing with that. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. But if we're talking the SPUMC or SSU, whatever it is now, <laughs> I, I'm not looking forward to it. It's like I'm into I'm into all of Sony's non Spider Man live action stuff. Like, like the Ghostbusters was great that came out last year. Is it Bullet Train Sony? Like, I'm excited for that. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like all their non stuff that are not has nothing to do with Spider Man is like fun. Like, of course, into the Spider Verse movies, and then when they get into this like idea of villains, <laughs> villains, give me more villains. It's like it's just weird to me. Like, I'm so, so excited. I, I don't know. I, I just think it's pulling. Just names out of a hat at this point. I mean, come on. El Muerto? Yes. I do. I admire Amanda's positivity with this. Like, there does need to be optimism to get them to be better. Like, it can't just be crap on them constantly, consistently. And then you have a little bit in your head, even if it does turn out to be better, that, like, you want to shit on it a little bit. And that's not fair to it, I suppose. But that being said, they stole the Batman Begins soundtrack, and that's not original. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into uh, some other stuff here. Uh, before we're going into questions, we'll get into uh, everyone's thoughts on Obi Wan so far. Uh, so I watched every. Th- I watched the like the first three episodes of that too because there's three episodes out. So I watched the uh, the season kind of later than everyone because I was uh, like last my my weekend last weekend was all Stranger Things from like season one to four. I was watching mm-hmm. all of that stuff last weekend. So I didn't get into Obi-Wan one and two until like Tuesday. Um, and then I watched the third episode, obviously. And uh, the backlash from like the little Leia after watching it, I didn't get it. I was like, Star Wars fans are so weird. Um, and then the backlash with uh, with Moses Ingram. Don't even get me started on that. That's just absolutely, absolutely horrific. What's going on over there and like the hate that she's been getting. So I'm just not vibing with Star Wars fans right now. They're just like the worst of toxic fandom. It's 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 gross and it's disgusting. But this show so far, I enjoy. I'm enjoying it. I think it's a fun show. But I I, I thought it was gonna have a little bit more weight. For it being like an Obi-Wan show, like this is not like the Mandalorian or anything like that, you know? So I figured with the name of Obi-Wan, we were going to have more stakes and more kind of weight and more of like a story than him kind of just like trying to run somewhere and stuff. But I think the show was a lot of fun. I liked Little Leia a lot. And uh, yeah, I don't really get a lot of the uh, hatred for it, but I do... I am having a good time. It is weird. We're doing the six episode thing again, and we're already halfway with this show. And it seems super weird that uh, him and Darth Vader already had a battle kind of. So I don't know. So we'll see kind of how that kind of plays out. But so far, I think it's a good time. Uh, Amanda, you've been watching any of this Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And if you have, what do you think about it so far? So I am not a big star wars fan but am I? yeah yeah like i'm not like a diehard um and i think that this show in particular m- like doesn't really um how can i put this cater to a general audience who likes star wars i think there's a lot of like underlying things that connect obi-wan with like um, obviously the the prequel trilogy and uh, like Clone Wars and all of that. So if you've watched all of that and you you can pick up like little, little references, then I think you'll connect to it a bit more. For me, the first two episodes were really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lull for me and uh, I found it kind of boring. And I, kind of, I don't want to say that, but it's true. I love Moses Ingram. I think like uh, Riva was the one character that I remember pulling me out of the lull that I had in the first two episodes. So I'm excited to see her growth. Um, And then little Leia grew on me. I didn't really vibe with her in the first two episodes for some reason. But I think the more that I saw her with Obi-Wan, I'm like, I love this tag team so much. They're so great together. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just kind of upset with one thing is the fact that like ha- they say that Hayden Christensen's in this, oh, and there's like freaking exactly double. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, I yeah. want to see Hayden as Anakin. I'm like, I obviously know I can't get Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Like, I'm not dumb. I know that, but it's like, what was the point? of that happening you're not even using his voice there's a stunt double <laughs> like i don't get it but i absolutely loved episode three um and i think it's gonna keep going up from here i i think darth vader is just incredible he's kind of more ruthless in this and yeah. just that one scene 
in the town. I'm like, how can this guy, this villain, after four decades, still scare the living shit out of people? And uh, it's just amazing to me. So I, I enjoyed episode three. Oh, the Darth Vader stuff was great. Now, when I was when I was watching the show, and because I, I I'm I'm like right there with you, I guess I I like I try to become like a massive diehard Star Wars kind of guy. It just never really worked out, you know. Like I've probably seen all the movies like three times, and I'm sure like out of everyone who's seen it like twenty times, you know. So. It just never really got there with me. I'm much more of a comic book kind of Marvel DC kind of guy um, where I get like my nerdy side of me. But as far as the show, like I just remember Anakin and uh, Hayden Christensen kind of being the big part of the marketing. And I've seen him once in this show. Yeah. And it's like the show's 10 episodes, like, you know, the boys or whatever. The show's six. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, let's go to you, Leo. What did you think about uh, Obi-Wan so far? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm coming to this with a completely different perspective. Um, I love Star Wars. I'm definitely one of them people who has seen all the movies probably a good 10, 15 times mm -hmm. and then have seen Clone Wars and Rebels and all the shows leading up to this one. And, I, you know, I was really feeling Obi-Wan. Unfortunately, it has been a battle with this fandom ever since The Last Jedi. Oh, I remember seeing that movie and absolutely loving the film and the direction it was taking Star Wars. And yeah, getting attacked for that a lot. And, and just ever since then, it's like almost every property, the only ones that have been saved from it are like The Mandalorian and, and several others. But most Star Wars properties get attacked like this. I So I put Kenobi off for a while because I, I was seeing all the comments about Moses Ingram. And I was like, look, I'm just not looking forward to all this. I just, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to really watch them because it's just going to be all this toxicity. Well, yeah. I ended up watching them. Um, and I, to be honest with you guys, I love it so far. Uh, I am really enjoying the series. I, I can echo your sentiments with uh, Hayden Christensen. I do think... I, I need to start seeing a little bit more of him, but I love that we get James Earl Jones voicing the character. I mean, look, I, there's no other way that you could really pull that off with someone else. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. But I love that he's back for Vader. I love that this is the most savage we've seen Darth Vader in any live action property. I mean, seriously, walking, storming into a village and like snapping a kid's neck. That's just something that you don't really see in any of the movies i just thought that it was so savage like you were saying man to put the fear right into me i mean vader he was overwhelming kenobi everything was just dialed all the way up and then the fact that he's toying with them in the fire like that was just that was savage that was vader to a whole new level in this live action universe so love what they where they've gone i'm worried about the only three left and they're teasing this fight and i'm like if that's it i'm not gonna be satisfied so i'm i'm cautiously optimistic for the rest but i love little leia i really love uh what they're doing with reva i really hope we're gonna get kind of a little more backstory and kind of learn how she knows more about anakin i know that the uh, inquisitors used to be jedi so it's probably through that but i want a little bit more on that character but so far i'm loving kenobi yeah, you mentioned a little bit about Darth Vader. The shit when he was just going through the damn alley and just move, everyone is like hiding and he's just taking the fucking coverage from everybody. The way he, he like drags some woman out of nowhere and yeah, then he, and like savage. some dude, he takes some, he just like cracks his neck. I was like, oh my God, this is insane. It's very dark too, but I love it. Um, it's crazy how the Star Wars stuff can get a little bit more darker than, um, Marvel stuff. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> anyway, Pat, uh, Patrick, let's go to you. What do you think about some of the Obi-Wan stuff that we, we've gotten so far? Man, I watched episode three early in the morning, and I can say it, it actually did scare the shit out of me. Like, usually I need coffee or something to get my day started, but I saw that scene. I was like, nope, we're done. Going to come back later about this. I I genuinely have had a good time with this show, and I'm up, I'm annoyed by you know we've I don't know if you've seen the Rotten Tomatoes score difference and oh it's that, ridiculous uh, the ridiculous. review bombs the stuff like that it, it, that's what makes it so silly to me it's like you can just you know not watch it you cannot yep. 
you'd be like, hey, maybe this one isn't for me. No worries. But instead, you have to hate watch it. And then you have to throw stuff out. And some people are like, I'm going to make a career out of this. Just hate watching mm. things and yelling about them. And I know that there's a lot of um, criticisms that are valid. Like, let's talk about the silliest uh, chase where Leia can outrun any grown man. <laughs> they just trip up on each other like you would almost expect if they crashed into each other like bowling pin sound effects to hit i just don't think that it's hitting like the level of hate that it's getting right now the moses ingram stuff is ridiculous and i'm really happy that ewan mcgregor went on and actually condemned it and threw down the exec producer card too he's like i'm an exec producer on this you're not a star wars fan if you're just attacking people like that Racism has no part in this. And we saw the same thing happening with Finn and ironically a little bit with Disney and how they promoted the star Wars posters. So it's funny how it's, there's, there's weird things like that happening on a promotional level and on the fan level. And I think we all just need to calm down and realize this is just, it's a silly star. Wars. This is a, this is an add on to the prequel series. It's not meant to be taken with like, this is going to be an Oscar worthy film or right, this is going to be the next better call Saul. This is silly. Mm. And and it's dark for being silly too. I, I'm, I'm so far. Okay with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Can I just real quick say like, they should have said something after the last Jedi. Honestly, this has dragged on a little too long. Like the, the behavior that was going on around Kelly Marie Tran and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like they, the, Disney totally should have said something. Jake like Lloyd. Oh, yeah. I'm at it's best. The, it's, it's the fact that it, what's really sad to me is the fact that previous like stars of those movies have to give new stars advice on how to deal with like fandom. Like, you know, I saw a report about Kelly Marie Tran giving someone like advice on how to like deal with social media kind of toxic fans. And I'm like, that's just even sad to begin with that that has to be a, even a thing, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous and kind of insane. But uh, so far, as far as the show, I, I'm definitely enjoying the show, and it's uh, it's flowing really, really well. And I love all the characters so far. So, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens with the rest of this show because literally we're halfway done. So, uh, we'll see. All right, let's get into some questions. Uh, if you want to send us a question, it's 617-506-3409. You can text us anytime you want with your Hero Hour thoughts or thoughts for Hannah and I on Cinemania Live or Cinemania World, anything. All right, so this person here says, thoughts on some of the Warner Brothers stuff that's been going on this week with them wanting to bring in Todd Phillips for more DC projects and them really honing in on getting started with Superman. Uh, Leo, any thoughts on that question? Um, Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit checked out on anything they're doing with Superman if it doesn't have to do with Superman and Lois. So I, I really don't have too many comments on the Superman thing. Um, Look, I like Joker. Unpopular opinion, I really, really like Joker. But I... I don't think we need to be making him like the Kevin Feige of any universes or nothing. Let's go ahead and just, if they, if if we're doing projects that are similar like that, where it is just focusing and doing a character study on a DC villain, I'm Mm -hmm. all for that. But like, I don't know if we need to bring Phillips back really. I don't even think there needs to be a Joker too, even though we're getting one, but we'll see DC. There's just no concrete plan. So I'm just going to sit back and wait. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I would agree. I um now if they're like trying to bring him in for more stuff, that's fine. But if they're trying to bring him in to like be an executive, I think that's really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Off of like one like really good movie, but but very controversial. Like it's not like the movie's critically acclaimed. It's very controversial. It's not like it's uh it's like, I don't know, what's a critically acclaimed like DC movies from the last like five years? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> like, yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman or something. Yeah, like, you know, it's not like a decade a situ- ago. Yeah, it's not like a situation <laughs> like that. So if he was like, oh, I want to bring in Nolan, you know, after like the Dark Knight or something, that's something different. But it's not, it's a weird decision. But I, uh, I think whoever and whoever is going to be the executive of this universe needs to be someone who's actually a producer instead of like, I don't think of, I think, I think having like a director be someone like that is not a good idea because mm-hmm. usually directors come in 
with the ideology of doing like a trilogy or like one movie, not like 27. So I think it's a it's a it's a steep hill they have to climb, but I do think it's a little little strained if they if that's where they want to go with this. As far as Superman, uh, I think Henry Cavill has been done dirty for like ten years with this damn with this damn uh, Warner Brothers. So I would love for them to bring him back and have someone. I would definitely want a new director to handle his movie, and I want it to be more like at light than you know rather how Dark Man of Steel kind of is. So. Uh, I definitely am excited for that. Let's go to you, Manda, as far as these uh, these kind of things coming out of Warner Brothers this week. You know, it just makes me laugh because they think they're doing something, Warner Brothers Discovery, by canceling half of the shows on the CW, thinking they're going to have an actual plan laid out after this. They're canceling projects left, right, and center. And mm-hmm. then they say that they're going to bring in Todd Phillips for Joker 2. And it's like, well, what concrete storyline are you going to do with that one? doesn't make any sense that one deserves and needs to stay as a standalone like i don't understand what you're going to do with that story without a Mm -hmm. batman or without a bruce like it just doesn't make sense to me and like is that joker canon in whatever the universe they're trying to do because then you have to like like get another young bruce in in there so i just think that if they leave well enough alone that's fine for me when it comes to the whole aspect of like signing like an executive producer to overlook everything, it just aggravates me because they had someone. Whether you like the vision of Zack Snyder or not, he is someone who knows how to build worlds in his own way. He knows how to connect these characters and add something different to it. So it just makes me really upset that they had something they had him, they had someone building this and they couldn't like follow through with what they had promised him. Um, when he asked nicely to nicely, oh my God, when he asked nicely <laughs> to take, uh, to take a break for whatever he went through. So to try and get someone like Todd Phillips, as you said perfectly, yeah. that he is a director, what, like, it doesn't make any sense because you need a foundation to the DC universe. And right now you got nothing. You got nothing to build off of at the moment. You got to start from scratch and getting Joker two in line is not starting from scratch, especially after the flash. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I personally, I look forward to what they're going to do with the DC films in the universe. Mm -hmm. But honestly, all of the chatter ahead of whatever they're going to put out there, I just, I don't listen to it anymore. Yeah, I guess my my kind of reaction to your statement about Zack Snyder is uh, I don't think he planned on doing like because clearly what they want, they want they want the MCU. They want mm-hmm. like 30 plus movies, they want like seven shows going on, like they want a reoccurring universe and i think zach wasn't he like just wanted to do like four movies something like that um like isn't that what he wanted to do was like four like three or four movies like that's i think he had like a whole layout with like lanterns and then cyborg like he was producing those ones right so he so, had like a hand in it not saying that he was going to direct it but he had a hand yeah. in those other films leading up to the second justice league film Right. So I, I, uh, I think what's different with that is that they want like, they, they want all like a bunch of, they want like, they want what, what, what they're, what's happening with the MCU right now, mm-hmm. which is like, I just, I cannot see Zach overlooking 30, 30 plus movies and stuff. Even if he wanted to, I just can't see someone of him who wants to branch out. He's not going to be like doing this 24 seven. And that's the kind of person you need. You know, he's going to want to go do like a rebel moon or he's going to want to go do army of the dead. You know, he does, he wouldn't have the time to, to like try to produce like 25 movies, 18 shows, like, you know, all that type of shit. So mm-hmm. uh, I just don't, I just think, like, cause I saw reports of them kind of, you know, really enjoying what they saw for the flash. And I'm just like, where, like, just where do you want to, like, where do you want to go? Because if you're yeah. still releasing these movies, like you can't just like, re- you know, release flash and 
maybe if even if Flash is the movie to start to start everything over, it's just still going to be super weird because, you know, you're going to want to continue Aquaman and Wonder Woman and stuff. So I don't know where they go. It's a tough task, but they you're right. They've been they've been like they've been canceling shows and stuff like that and canceling movies. So we'll Keep see. canceling. <laughs> I, I agree because a lot of this shit is just like it's just shit at a, at a point it's just yeah it's just nothing so uh pat let's go to you as far as some of the decisions from warner brothers this week. well i i agree with all three of you and let me just say that i i am looking forward to actually the next uh todd phillips standalone film luther that's going to be the superman spinoff where it's just lex luther complaining on twitter how he can't make a joke <laughs> i really think there's a lot to say about them putting this specific director in charge of kind of creative oversight especially with the news about warner brothers not being too happy with jj abrams and the big deal that they have with that uh phillips made a billion dollars with joker i mean you can't i guess take that away from him but the the thing that gets me is that he's not really a comics guy He's not really anybody that is true. steeped in the lore. In fact, he goes against the lore. He goes against the grain. He does things in his own creative way, but it's it's not necessarily, I think, what this specific fandom it has been itching for, which is comic accurate adaptations of our heroes that we love, which to Zack Snyder's credit, he did get fairly close to, but with his own interpretations and a lot of stuff. So I don't really know what the answer is. I think if it were me and I were in charge of who's going to be putting uh, things in a creative oversight. James Wan should be the person because he he also made a billion dollar film. He's very pas- passionate about what he's doing, and he's got a lot of you know reference to visual technology and the way that he sets up his fights. Those th- are good qualities when it comes to fashioning a superhero franchise and a universe. Todd Phillips, like I said, it would just seem like there'd just be a lot of like indie low budget commentaries that only white guys are really cool with sometimes. <laughs> um i actually think james wall would be an interesting idea i just um yeah i don't i don't know it's a it's tough they they i feel bad for those discovery guys because like the warner brothers the people of warner brothers before they really put them in like a hole and i mean a hole and stuff so i don't know it's it's a very it's a very frustrating task i would i would believe so we'll see all right let's go to some other questions this person here says I need to know what you guys thought of the Gotham Knights trailer. Listen, I cannot do it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, should, let's just cancel it. You know what was hilarious to me was that the video game Twitter literally tweeted out that they were two separate projects and they <laughs> yeah. weren't affiliated. <laughs> they were oh, like, "Listen, shots they were, fired." They were like, "We have nothing to do with that monstrosity that we saw." Okay. <laughs> Although the game does not look that better, but they, the, the, the show, so it's like Gossip Girl, but with the, 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 like the kids of all the Gotham people. It's oh man, what a bad idea. I mean, come on, you got all these great characters that you can use and y'all choosing to come up with these random new ones that remind you of a Riverdale spinoff. It oh just like, what, what's the, what's the point behind all this? Why don't. Look, how's about after this, they just go ahead and scrap it like they did Powerpuff Girls on that script leak. Ooh. Let's just move oh on. God, Let's just move leak. on. It gives me Seventh Heaven vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> I watched the show. The show was like the lowest of like the lowest, lowest of quality. Joker's daughter is like in his in the purple and green. It's so weird. Uh, but go like Joker's daughter is like quipping and stuff and it's just it's a strange idea it's a strange kind of execution uh we haven't seen an episode but anybody watching this bad boy i i do predict that it's going to be like something that just gets kind of axed very very quickly like remember swamp thing premiered and then they canceled it i was that was, like, a good show. And it was good yeah. Yeah. yeah so imagine this is bad and like no one is vibing with it, and then it premieres on on a network. Because at least Swamp Thing was on HBO Max. Like this will premiere on a network, and then just just get the boot. So they just it seems like they want the negativity, like they almost just want the controversy, so it'll yeah. keep peddling viewership. I I don't know. 
Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it's very strange. Um, I, I was not vibing at all. No, nobody really was. Mm-mm. Um, okay, this person here says, "Most hero hour questions." Uh, when do you think we'll see the Black Adam trailer? I think they, uh, I think they just announced it. June eighth. Yeah, yeah, I think they just announced it, June eighth. Is anyone looking forward to it? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie. It's just like if we go back to the idea of just DC and Warner Brothers, like you know. Will the movie really have like anything to do with this kind of universe? But I'm fine if it doesn't. Like I'm just excited for a new kind of DC story. And um like that little snippet that they did with the whole like, oh, coming this year thing that really aged that aged that really did not age well. <laughs> um, oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was like really it was like it looked cool, like especially especially Hawkman with like um, you know, like all that stuff looked really good. And you know, Dwayne Johnson, he's He's crazy about this movie. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the trailer. We'll see what happens. I'm really excited for Dr. Dr. Fate. I've been wanting to see Dr. Fate like live action ever since. Like I experienced him the first time with Injustice 2. And I was like, who is this? This is insane. And then I read a bunch of comics with Dr. Fate and he's incredible. So I'm excited to see that live action. I think it's going to be great. Um, and if, what about you guys, uh, Leo? You looking forward to this uh, this trailer on? Oh, for eight. sure. I mean, yeah, I've been excited for Black Adam since it was announced. I mean, The Rock has been on Black Adam for the better over a decade here, coming up on two. So it's cool to see this finally come to fruition. Uh, yeah, look, man. I mean, Aldous Hodge, Hawkman looked really cool in the little snippet that we got. So I'm really looking forward to that. And same with Doctor Fate. And uh, yeah, look, man, I'm looking forward to it. I look, guys, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I think I would squeal like a little girl if Henry Cavill showed up as Superman in this no, movie. Now you're asking too much, Leo. You're yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, if it, uh, I would like for him to be in something else, I'm just so tired of them. Like with the idea of like they, I think it's a really good, it's really good that they came out like Discovery was like, dude, it's really idiotic at the fact that they just did not use Superman at all. You know, last time we saw him was Zack Snyder's Justice League, but even that like kind of doesn't really count as far as like just like, you know, Superman that we've last, last seen him. It feels like for me, the last time I really saw him was BBS and that's just, that was like, what, six years ago seven years like like it's so i i don't know i think it's it's i think it's like seven years ago we, we last saw him in like a full movie and stuff on the big screen so it's 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 been time for that uh patrick how about you is regarding black adam you looking forward to it yeah this has been his passion project for a long time we keep seeing the memes coming out that was it been 10 years like 2007 no it's been mm-hmm. More than that, if it was 2007. Since, since I was like 12, I think. Yeah. It's been like all four. <laughs> Look, like any, all four. anybody we became whole adults. 12 years deserves to A, have it seen, and B, you can kind of maybe see a little bit of passion already in there. And I love passion when it comes to these type of projects, so I'm looking forward to it. And Amanda, how about you? I'm excited. I mean, it's been an eternity, so <laughs> like The Rock will be happy. Um yeah, I'm excited. Like you said, Dr. Fate. Um, I'm really excited to see him. Pierce Brosnan was a great casting. Um, but yeah, like the trailer can't, we can't, they're not going to give that much away, but it looks crisp. The little teaser that we saw. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see what they do with the film. And um, yeah, I'm excited for DC going forward. And I, although there's not really a plan right now, I am excited to see where everything kind of ends up going. Uh, let's get one more question here before we get off the air. This person here says, why do I feel like there hasn't been that much buzz leading up to Miss Marvel coming out literally next week? I don't know. Because Obi-Wan Kenobi is overpowering it. Yep. I think everything is overpowering <laughs> it. I'm talking Stranger Things, The Boys, the Boys the Obi-Wan. The placement is so bad. It's like, so horrible. Literally. I actually It should have been that. August. It should have been yeah. after yeah. all this, like, cleared the air. And- yeah. Yeah. Like, right before, Lord, um, oh, my God, the Lord of the Rings show and House of the Dragon comes yeah. out, yep. too. Like, yeah. Which is also, like, what are you doing, guys? 
<laughs> oh my god did hbo and amazon prime have a conversation because like what <laughs> she's she's what are you doing guys um yeah i actually i absolutely agree with that i think it's just getting overshadowed by bigger stuff not to say that miss marvel is not big it's mcu but like these stuff that's coming out it's not like these just like you know these random network shows coming out this is stranger things this is season three of the boys this is obi-wan kenobi and uh, even the movies like next week is jurassic world dominion coming out um last week we had top gun there's just a lot of big kind of powerhouse stuff coming out that is overshadowing unfortunately the show because like they had the the premiere i think this week and it was like it came and went you know so um, and even like first reactions, has anyone even been able to watch the show? Um, I, I didn't reach it. out for it, but yeah, yeah. So you watched it, Leo, but like, mm-hmm. I haven't even really, is there an embargo for like in reactions or something? Cause Tuesday. it's up. Oh, reviews. Yeah, reviews, reviews is up Tuesday. Tuesday. Reviews yeah. is Tuesday, but like social media, I haven't even been seeing that much stuff. Yeah. It's been up. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know, but uh, as far as the show, I'm looking forward to the show. I just hate the power change, and I'm sure I'll change my tune once I watch the show. But like, I just think it's I, I'm I'm tired of cosmic stuff, so it's just it's weird to me. Um, let's go to you, uh, Amanda, regarding Miss Marvel coming out. Is that something you're looking forward to? You're going to be staying up to watch it? I'm not. I will forward. not be waking up at 3 a.m. for this one. Um, I'm very sorry to, <laughs> to, to Kamala Khan. Um, I absolutely love uh, Iman Vellani. I was fortunate to watch the first two episodes, and uh, I was just blown away by her. She can be a rock star. Um, and I'm looking forward to the show. I had really good vibes, and I had fun with it. It's going to be a fun summer show, and I think that's why they released it. Um, mm-hmm. right after like well during the last month of school for elementary school kids and stuff like that i think that's why they kind of did that yeah. um but like we said everything else is coming out like it's in the heart it's like in the heart of blockbuster season and all of this other stuff um which has been going for seasons now and like this is gonna i don't know if it's gonna be a one-off or we're getting a season two we don't know yet mm-hmm. um but Social media is going to explode watching those first two episodes. I think people are going to fall in love with it. Um, but we just got to keep spreading the word because it's a female-led superhero show, uh, which is really important. It's the first Pakistani uh, superhero as well. So I think that the representation there is going to speak volumes and she just deserves the hype surrounding this. So hopefully Twitter does its thing and spreads the word. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. So we'll see what happens. Patrick, lastly, let's get some thoughts from you regarding Miss Marvel. Are you excited for Wednesday when it premieres? Do you think it's it's getting overshadowed by some of these other things as well? Uh, I think it. I think there's a lot of stuff coming out. I don't know if anything is overshadowing it since it's in kind of the streaming sphere and everything else is like like there. At this point, it seems like you can choose one or the other, but most of the time you can handle doing a streaming show and going to a theater on a weekend. Um, I, I watched, I think half of the first episode. I, I, it's been, it's been crazy. Y'all. I haven't had time to eat a, to watch a lot of stuff or eat a lot of stuff, but, um, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's definitely one that I'm looking forward to, but it doesn't seem like it's hitting like the age demographic. It seems like it's for a younger audience so far, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's not going to like, it wouldn't be something that I can get into. It's just, yeah, have not experienced too much of it yet. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think that is it, everyone, with uh, this episode of Hero Hour. Thank you guys all for listening, as always. I will go around, get everyone social media. Thank you guys all for joining me today. I'll start with you, Patrick. You just went. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, check me out on patrickbaderviews.com. And next week, I'm covering the uh, Jurassic World uh movie and i've got a really big uh, prize pack giveaway thing so if anyone's interested go to my facebook or twitter and uh check it out all right Uh, all right everyone uh let's go to you leo let everyone know they can follow you my friend guys come on over to youtube search up geekly goods and you'll see two g's go ahead and click on that that's me we got a lot coming up the boys going to be covering that continuously throughout the season with reactions coming up also we'll have coverage for 
Umbrella Academy, Miss Marvel. Like Manda will not be staying up till three o'clock in the morning to cover Miss <laughs> Marvel, but there will definitely be coverage on Miss Marvel as well. And then we got Lightyear around the corner, Jurassic World, guys. Lots coming up. Come on over to the channel, and then if you're on any other social media channel, at Leo Rydell GG. It's too much. Oh, you said Umbrella Academy. When's that coming out? Yeah. Uh, I think June, late June. Late Jesus June. Christ, mm-hmm. what's going on? Um, all right, Amanda, let everyone know they can follow you. Yeah, you guys can find me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, candidxcinema.com. My Crimes of the Future review from uh, David Cronenberg is up mm-hmm. right now on my uh, YouTube channel as well, A Candid Cinema. Like Leo, I have like Lightyear, Jurassic World Dominion coming out. I chose Miss Marvel to cover over Obi Wan Kenobi, so that's probably what's going to be on my channel majority of the time. And uh, I'm going to be covering Spiderhead. I'm really excited for that one. So uh, yeah, come come over to Canon Cinema, and uh, you can find me there. All right, and that, that's it, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. As far as for us, we have tomorrow box office with Larry and myself where we, we're, we're going to be previewing the summer box office kind of preview. And then sometime this week, we're going to be doing a summer movie preview with some members of the team for the Cinematic World Show to get into all the upcoming summer movies. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Amanda, Pat, and Leo. We'll talk to you guys soon.